0: Warning. The following program contains subject matter not suitable for a younger audience. It contains offensive language and opinions.
1: Stop it! You're acting like a child! Greetings, ghouls.
0: It's time to discuss, disgust, and dissect. Hurrah. No normal mind can imagine. I'm gonna die here. Aren't you drinking?
1: I never drink. Why? Fucking dead bastard.
0: And now, introducing our hosts the gruesome, twosome Mike, Mike and, and Jeremy. Jeremy. <laughs> we are friends of dead. The yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Welcome to fans of the dead. I'm Mike I'm jeremy how you doing bro? doing good
1: feel like uh the page has
0: turned yes twenty twenty is now behind us, and the stupid joke is hindsight is twenty <laughs> <laughs> twenty it's, it's 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 behind us. Let's just put all those bad negative energies behind us with all those bad hindsight twenty twenty jokes,
1: yeah but On the positive end of all of this, we had the opportunity to watch a lot of movies.
0: Yes, I I haven't actually had that much extra time to watch movies, even though you know we're stuck at the house. Kids don't make things easy, and it's not like you can just put on one of these movies in the background and hope they don't get (laughs) scarred for life.
1: And I was watching one on the uh, on my laptop, and Lily comes over. What do? like what what is it like nope you can't watch
0: yeah something similar happened yeah i'm like ah, uh, no as soon as i get there hey what are you watching okay i'm turning it off
1: Not watching son anything. of a bitch well that was a nice five minutes that i got <laughs>
0: right so yeah there were a whole lot of great horror movies from last year so we figured we would break down 10 of our favorites and celebrate Good parts of 2020.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Some of these movies were, I believe, supposed to be released in 2019. They got pushed to 2020 also.
0: Yeah, the timelines on a lot of these are weird. So, I mean, you may see that some of these are from 2019, but they didn't technically get released till 2020. Right. Whatever. You're splitting hairs. Yeah. So you want to start? You want me to start? I'll start. Okay, cool. Why not?
1: So my number 10. Top 10. I went with Z.
0: Like the letter Z? The letter Z. Cool.
1: Or Zed to some of our people.
0: You right over there? Yeah, I just took a shot. Oh, I saw that.
1: <laughs> so anyway, uh, we have Beth and Kevin, their eight-year-old son, Joshua, doesn't really have many friends, and... So they're, they're they're getting kind of worried about him. He develops this imaginary friend called Z, and you know they they think it's kind of cute. You know they see him playing, and they realize it's not so cute. Z turns Josh into kind of a douchebag. <laughs> like all of a sudden he just turns into this pricky little kid, and you know he finally gets like a play date, and pushes like the kid over like the railing like from a loft area and sends him to the hospital
0: jesus um no no, it wasn't me it was my imaginary friend yep
1: so obviously he's blaming it on his imaginary friend the mother's like you're fucking lying because i you're the only one here and josh's mother is starting to realize that um maybe his uh friend may not be so imaginary
0: Hmm. cool yeah that kind of sounds like uh daniel isn't real that was a pretty cool movie i believe yeah. that was from 2019
1: i mean the the movie was pretty i mean it was pretty predictable you could kind of tell what was what was going to happen there's some cool cool jump scares nice and um yeah time time seems to have changed since drop dead fred like the, the imaginary <laughs> friends have like stepped up their
0: game a little bit yeah they're getting a little more imaginative you would say <laughs> <laughs> apparently so Nice my number 10 host yes now this was a a really fun one so the director rob savage he actually had pranked his friends during a zoom call and the video from that went viral so he actually used that as a pitch to shutter basically the movie is a bunch of friends who get together I don't know on the weekend or whatever to do a zoom party and they play games and you know basically have a happy hour but this one particular week they decide to do a seance and if there's a seance in a horror movie well you know bad shit happens always but it was completely filmed on zoom during lockdown very Mm -hmm. innovative very cool flick i definitely recommend it
1: this was definitely the first first movie that i saw that acknowledged the whole pandemic right yeah and i think they said they only shot they shot this over what 12 days something like that
0: yeah, it was really quick. Obviously low budget, practical effects. Um there was one really cool moment when two of the girls uh do the elbow bump. Yeah. I thought that was a really nice touch.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, that was um I enjoyed that movie.
0: Yeah, that was a good one.
1: My number 9, and this one this one took me two viewings because the first time I watched it, I didn't care for it. The second time I watched it, I'm like right like this one you know it's, it's 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 better but with gretel and hansel
0: ah yes you talked about being excited about that movie way back when
1: way back in the day so yeah um a baby girl falls ill and they don't think that she has any chance to live so her father is desperate takes her to an enchantress and the illness is lifted but left her with these powers However, she uses them for evil or
0: bad, and
1: to kill people, including including her father.
0: Oh, damn! Just, just you know. This is why you don't help kids. Right.
1: So they 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 abandon her into the woods, and they just
0: leave her there, where
1: she lures children to their death with cakes and things like
0: that. Oh, that's cool. So it gives you a little bit of witchy backstory.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Uh, we have Gretel, who's played by Sophia Lillis, from the It remakes. Okay, and she plays Gretel. Her younger brother Hansel. After their father's death, they're they're kind of like out on their own, trying to find work, and they come up upon the house, and she's Hansel is lured to the house by the sight of like this big feast and food. So they bring they bring the kids in. You know, he's gonna she's gonna feed them. As long as they work, clean the house and like do stuff like that. But apparently, Gretel kind of has has some powers of her own, or the the witch is trying to get it out of her. And it's it's definitely a different take on the uh, on the Grim Tale. Nice, cool.
0: Did they leave breadcrumbs out?
1: Yeah, nah, they left that out.
0: And it's like the only part I remember. Well, oh, of the actual story. Yeah, and they pushed the witch in the oven.
1: Well, yeah, because they were trying to. She was trying to put the kids in the oven. Like, I remember that. That, that, like, freaked me out as
0: a kid. Yeah, Hell yeah. No one wants to be shoved in an oven and cooked and then eaten. Well. What temperature do you cook human to?
1: I'm not sure. Would that be... I mean, are we, like, venison? Are we gamey? Like, I don't know.
0: Hmm. Interesting thought to ponder. I'm going to say probably, like, 150-ish. Good guess. All right. My number nine. We summon... The Darkness. That was one I didn't get to. This was a really fun one. So, Alexandra Daddario. Obviously. uh, Even Johnny Knoxville had a small role in this. As an evangelistical heavy metal hater. So, three best friends. They go on a road trip because they're going to a heavy metal show. And they meet up with three aspiring musicians. And the group you know hits it off right off right off the bat we get some cliff burton love a little bit of metallica Ooh. versus megadeth discourse i mean it's awesome there's a rock and roll show then they party rock and fucking roll oh and murder
1: well you sold me with the uh, the cliff burton
0: love yeah that was like right at the beginning of the movie it was really cool a lot of cool dialogue i wish a movie that was so like about heavy metal had more heavy metal music we've got black <laughs> funeral for merciful fate and heaven is a place on earth by belinda carlisle on the soundtrack so really fun movie i mean it's it's light it's comedical deaths are really cool i like the premise um, yeah it's fun i the only thing i just wish there was more heavy metal in it
1: always needs to be more metal yes okay so my number eight. I went with The Beach House.
0: Oh, good one.
1: This was surprisingly good. I don't know. like, Again, being judgy with the cover, it was just like, eh, okay. Like, you know, people are giving it good reviews, so I'll, I'll check it out. Uh, we have Randall, who brings his girlfriend Emily to his dad's beach house. And unfortunately, there's another couple already staying there so Randall basically, he just dropped out of college and he wants his girlfriend, Emily to do the same thing, but she wants to major in organic chemistry or something like that. And so his dad's friends, Mitch and Jane, uh, Jane is terminally ill. And so Mitch wants to give her like this last kind of vacation or whatever. And so they all kind of stay together. And after a night of drinking and they run out of the Chardonnay Uh, Randall pulls out the edibles. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So at the same time, like the the water texture starts to change and there's like growing microbes like on the trees and like in the air and like this fog kind of like takes over everything. And they all get disoriented and kind of pass the fuck out. Yeah. So the next day, Randall gets sick and Jane turns into this thing, like just like still quite figured out what you know what she is but you know, it was like infected but yeah she was infected. <laughs> yeah uh good movie um nicely shot there's just something always in the fog
0: yeah if you see fog and you're in a horror movie don't go into the fog no don't go into the fog all right so for this next one we're going uptown baby uptown girl no what the oh. Fuck? oh i'm sorry uptown baby uptown baby vampires versus the bronx huh really really fun movie this just came out maybe a week or two ago on netflix osmani rodriguez he wrote and directed this movie a lot of cool People in this, I mean, you got Chris Redd, who's hilarious. He was also in Scare Me, which dropped 2020. You got Merrow from the Bodega Boys playing Tony, the owner of the Bodega, who these boys are trying to save. You got Method Man as Father Jackson. Those shit stole my sprite. <laughs> <laughs> now this one, this one has a fun soundtrack. It starts with three best friends, again, three best friends, trying to save their local bodega. Their neighborhood is being gentrified by a real estate company, Murnau Enterprises. A lot of cool Easter eggs. Like, obviously, right off the bat, you see all these signs for the real estate company, and the logo is Vlad the Impaler. Murnau is off of F.W. Murnau. He directed Nosferatu. Uh, yeah, really cool movie. A lot of fun nods. Kind of reminds me of, like, a Monster Squad Lost Boys, fun movie. You know, you got kids. No one wants to listen to them. They don't believe they're. You know, the parents don't believe that there are vampires running around. So nice. They got to get down to business and they got to kill those suck faces. <laughs> suck faces. Uh,
1: the the nice thing is that I have a a good long list of like new movies that I can watch now.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I didn't get to a lot of movies I did want to watch. Um, I did watch a lot that I wish I had skipped and watched other movies. But I mean, that's that's going to happen. But yeah, yeah, definitely have a solid list of stuff to still watch.
1: So my number seven. Now I watched three, three anthologies, but I picked this one just because it was just too awesome. I went with Scare Package.
0: Nice. Oh, my God. That is such a good movie.
1: It is so over the top with just everything. Like, I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna list all the stories because there, was, there nine. was a lot. There was nine, nine. stories. And
0: yeah. and the wraparound.
1: Right. Which was awesome. You know, but the wraparound was hilarious.
0: Yeah, Chad or it yeah, was it Rad Chad?
1: Rad yeah, Rad Chad's like uh video store, whatever I forget what it was called. So you have Chad Buckley who's a horror aficionado who runs he runs a struggling video store. He takes on a new hire even though Sam, his obnoxious regular, is pissed because he won't hire him, so basically the wraparound is Sam on uh, what was his name? Han.
0: Yes. Do you know? Do you know the Goldie Han? <laughs> it's when you piss on a guy named Han. <laughs> but I'm not going to do that because I don't even know if your name is Han. <laughs> a great movie that actually premiered on Shutter. On the last drive-in. Yeah, well, Joe Bob has an appearance in it, too.
1: He does. But yeah, so definitely some, like, over-the-top kills. Like, my favorite story was, you know, it's a tie between, like, the the slumber party one where they just kept, like, killing the guy. Yeah. And he just kept coming back. That was hilarious. That and the, the husband beating the werewolves. That was funny, too. That one was pretty cool, yeah. But yeah, definitely check this out Awesome, awesome anthology
0: Work So my number Seven, written And directed by Jeffrey Brown A young couple on the brink of breaking up Go on a romantic getaway To the guy's parents House down the Cape North Truro, Cape Cod to be exact Where they find unexpected guests The Beach House Oh which stars Jake Weber as one of the unexpected guests. You might know him from the Dawn of the Dead remake. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you pretty much nailed it all. Uh, One thing is I don't really get queasy watching movies, but oh my God, this movie had me like, uh, uh. (laughs) so yeah, the mysterious fog and an equally mysterious infection. And I do suggest watching this movie while you're not eating oysters.
1: Ah. Yeah. Fortunately, I was just eating Chinese food. Oh, there you go. So, it was all good. All right. My number six. I decided to go full cage again. We're going to go color out of space.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Now, this was a definite... This was definitely a different uh, iteration of him going full cage. Yes. But... Um, <laughs> So we have Nathan Gardner, who just recently moved to his father's farm with his family, who also bought a bunch of alpacas. Uh, his wife Teresa, who's going through cancer, just had a mastectomy. Uh, we have his daughter Lavinia, who's into like Wiccan and rides around the property on a horse. Uh, Benny, the older son, and Jack the younger son. So a meteorite comes and hits hits the property sends out this huge pink like explosion light type thing and just reeks of just just smell something awful uh we have this kid ward who's a local hydrologist and he goes he goes around he's like checking the water uh basically warns ezra who's tommy chong man not to drink it as it seems like it's kind of oily and probably best you know to kind of like leave that alone
0: yeah if your water's oily probably you should get it tested
1: so as this is going on the family just starts to kind of get at each other's throats and nicholas cage just he again just goes full cage
0: i think every single member of the family goes full cage at one point or another
1: Oh, they do. Well, I mean, his his whole crop is like shit now, and, you know, his wife is losing clients because their internet sucks because they're in the sticks. Yeah, everyone's just getting just at each other's throats. So after, like, the alpacas turn into kind of like demon alpacas, we have a bit of a Quagland moment. (laughs) Yeah. To say the least. Or it could be Meyer. Who knows? It was a thing it it was it was a thing, but yeah, it seems like Lavinia and Benny have their hands full with a power that they just can't explain, um based off of Lovecraft's book, I mean, the movie's visually stunning, I mean it's beautifully shot,
0: yeah, fantastical looking absolutely, even the ugly stuff in that was done very well, oh well, it was all right, my number six antebellum
1: that was another one that was on my list that i didn't get to
0: really really fun movie uh the trailer is a little bit misleading but that's okay because just watch the movie gerard bush and christopher Renz wrote and directed this together it was based off of gerard bush's nightmare that he had one night and he felt compelled to write it down turned it into this movie Um, I'm just going to go off the IMDB to describe it. It's successful author Veronica Henley finds herself trapped in a horrifying reality and must uncover the mind bending mystery before it's too late. I don't want to give any spoilers away because this is a really fun, fucked up movie. So Janelle Monae, this is her first lead. She plays Veronica Henley and she is on a plantation with other slaves, and they're planning to escape. Now, Janelle Monet, I hate to say I best know her from her brilliant song, The Power of Yet, on Sesame Street. Um, you got Jenna Malone from Donnie Darko as a Southern belle who may not be as nice as she seems at first. Oh, no, she's, she's a horrible, horrible trash person. <laughs> <Come> on. <laughs> Um, it starts with a great William Faulkner quote about the past not being the past or still I don't know the fucking quote, but it, fuck. William Faulkner past quote. <laughs> <laughs> the past is never dead. It's not even the past. Or no. The past is never dead. It's not even past. Ugly subject, beautifully shot, fun movie.
1: Yeah, I saw that that was a lot on
0: on a lot of other people's lists too. Yeah, I'm glad I made my list before I started looking at other people's lists because a lot of my movies are not on other people's lists. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. They were enjoyable to me. It's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. I mean, these are it's not nothing is set in stone. These are just our opinions. But our opinions matter, man. I mean, there's a bunch of movies that I
1: really, really enjoyed that people just thought were pieces of shit yeah but who gives a fuck nobody so anyway my number five let's go zooming again oh with host cheers so we have friends Haley, caroline gemma emma Radina, and of course teddy who's late to the party
0: teddy's funny yeah <laughs> i love teddy
1: um they're all getting together for this zoom seance i mean you basically covered most of this Haley's done this before, but apparently the friends haven't. Now, Haley warns all of her friends, like, you know, you got to be respectful. You got to be respectful.
0: Don't be an asshole.
1: Well, apparently Gemma's an asshole. hmm And look what happens. Some yeah. Bad shit happens.
0: Bad shit. Um,
1: yeah, so apparently when you mock the spirit, it comes out as a demonic type thing. Don't be
0: mean to the ghosts. No they will fuck you up. Yeah, they're just trying to, just trying to live their afterlife. It's,
1: it's true. And apparently the go-to for ghosts is like dropping things from high places.
0: They like to show you that they can reach the top shelf in the cupboard without standing on a stool. It's true.
1: I think, like I said before, you know, it was the first first movie that kind of acknowledged uh, like the pandemic and everything because when Gemma goes to leave the house, first thing she does is put her mask on and all that stuff um one of the cool parts actually i love the end like the end credits was just done as like all members of like the zoom call
0: yeah that was that was pretty cool that was a nice touch i really like how they got this movie together
1: yeah no very very innovative and you know basically worked what they were given
0: yeah very clever so yeah yeah number five one br So, one bedroom from writer-director David Marmore. Sarah is trying to get a fresh start. She finds it after an open house at an apartment complex. Her neighbors are really friendly and stress how they aren't just a community. They're family. Well, they're like family. Welcome to the neighborhood. Now, this is a movie I went into not knowing what the fuck to expect, and I was more than pleasantly surprised. It is yeah. really fun. And yeah, I mean, I don't want to spoil too much about it, but let's just say they welcome her with open arms and a hammer and nails. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, Sarah, my oldest daughter, she I, I asked her if she had seen it because I think it had just popped up on actually I think it's on Netflix and Shutter. I think it's on both. Maybe. I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. But she's like, yeah, like she goes, I liked it. I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. I'm like, all right, I'll check it out. But again, yeah, I was I was very very pleasantly surprised.
0: Yeah, yeah, really fun, twisted, but uh, yeah, fun. Very agree. My
1: number four, which actually I just watched two days ago, his house. His house. His house. Okay. Not the not the his house. Not the his house. <laughs> so we have bull and Rial, who are trying to escape you know, a tough living situation in uh, Sudan. They and their daughter escape on this boat to try and get a better life in Europe. But some are lost at sea, including their daughter. So now they're, they're, basically, they're kept in a detention center in England until they're given a place to live. And, of course, they have very strict stipulations. They only have a certain amount of, like, money for per week, I think it was. And, like, they can't work. They can't. Did you lose me again?
0: No, I'm here. Okay.
1: Well, you looked concerned.
0: I'm just listening intently to what you have to say.
1: No, you're not. But anyway, so, you know, they can't earn money. They can't. Basically, almost can't do anything. Um, the place is a shithole. And, you know, it, it What it comes with a lot more than, than they kind of expected. Cool movie. Um, kind of sheds light on you know, trying to escape from like those 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 kind of countries and just some cool cool effects with some of the ghosts and like spirits that that follow them around. But uh yeah, awesome movie. Like I said, I don't I don't wanna spoil too much,
0: but definitely worth viewing. Nice. Definitely have to check that out. I have not seen that one. So my number four comes from writer director Lee Winnell. Thirteen years shy of a hundred years from the original The Invisible Man this movie like this was one of the movies I was so excited to see in 2020 and it did not disappoint no it did not uh, it is a great story it uses a lot of negative space to make you feel uneasy I mean it's great greatly shot uh, opens up chaotic with the sort of Uh, sleeping with the enemy escape only you know the enemy in this is not just an abusive husband well he's an abusive husband but he's also an unstable mad scientist working on some type of top secret project and then he goes and kills himself or does he is she crazy Hmm. is she not crazy is there an invisible man i don't know check it out there
1: is an invisible man
0: very very fun modern take on uh, what the Invisible Man was. And I really, really enjoyed this movie. And I hope that this kicks off the Universal Monsters going forward. Because this was fun. Yeah. I do believe that Lee Winnell is doing another Universal Monster movie. Was, I think Wolfman, maybe?
1: Uh, yeah, no, I think I've heard that.
0: Lee Winnell, Universal Monster. Sorry. No, go.
1: Oh, I thought you were waiting for something.
0: Well, yeah, I was going to try to to Google it real quick. Oh, okay.
1: Um, but yeah, this was another one that that people kind of like on the fence of they're like they you know, like it was half the ah oh, this movie sucks and the other half was ah oh, this was awesome. I really like the movie.
0: I mean, I get why people might not like it because some people suck. But that's another reason I could think you wouldn't <laughs> you wouldn't like the movie. I mean it's fun. I agree. Uh so my number three. Well hold on, I just also wanna give a shout out to Elizabeth Moss who plays the main character in this movie and she does a phenomenal job at it um i think we're gonna see a lot more of her and a lot more horror movies coming up she was awesome in us as well her and her tethered counterpart yeah we're gonna see a lot more of her i think Mm -hmm. in the horror realm so my number three we're gonna go one br oh yeah
1: this one like like i just we just said pleasantly surprised from from what I kind of like thought it was going to be. Sarah, who who leaves her house, leaves her father uh, because he the father cheated on his wife, who was sick and like with his nurse, like with his wife's nurse. Hello, nurse. So she basically bails to start a career like she wants to be like a costume designer or something like that. Or I think that's what it was. And she comes across this nice apartment apartment complex called the Asilo del Mar apartments.
0: Now, any person in l a you think would know what the fuck that means, but you know, hey, apparently they don't
1: It looks like she hits the jackpot um you know she comes across like the cute guy next door that you know puts in a word for her to be in there, and uh you know all the neighbors are super nice and welcoming, and it's just definitely. Like we said, it's not what it seems. Everybody is there for a reason.
0: Everybody has a role to play.
1: Yes, everybody has a role to play. And their vesting procedures in getting people into the place are uh, a little on the strict side.
0: A little bit. No pets allowed. Yes,
1: so in this movie, we learn we don't hide your cats from your landlord. And sometimes the guy with one eye isn't always that bad
0: no sometimes the creepy guy is not the creepiest guy yeah it's true yeah all right and brings it to number three you should have left really based off the novel by daniel kelman starring kevin bacon and amanda seyfried don't curse unless you want to be cursed now this is a really fun movie um kevin and amanda play husband and wife obviously there is a big age gap He's a retired banker. She's an actress. Um, He's very jealous. He actually goes to the set one day. He was supposed to have lunch with her. And like this bouncer guy won't let him on the set. It's a closed set. And all you can hear is her moaning. And it is a very awkward, uncomfortable moment when he hears his wife getting banged. (laughs) You know, it's all acting. You know, she had to fake it. But right. so they decide to get away. They take their daughter and basically go into an M.C. Escher B and B, and it's not that it's a beautiful house, beautiful landscape. But sometimes the beautiful things have evil on the inside. It's not all it appears on the outside. No, very very fun movie. I definitely enjoyed this. And since we brought up Kevin Bacon, I thought we would play a little game. Oh, I like games. Games are fun. So, Kevin Bacon, and I mentioned Amanda Seyfried, they're in You Should Have Left together. So, Amanda Seyfried was in A Million Ways to Die in the West with Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris was in A Very Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas with Thomas Lennon. Thomas Lennon played the main character in Puppet Master, The Littlest Reich, also starring Barbara Crampton. Barbara Crampton was in From Beyond with a Ken Foree who we met at Rockin' Shock. So yes, there are six degrees of fans of the dead. (laughs) You kept going, I'm like, I don't think Kevin Bacon's in any of these movies. No, that's that's how the game works. You connect them with other people and you can see that you're... Six degrees from Kevin Bacon, always. You got it. He will be there to get you footloose. I don't know where the fuck I was going with that. Okay.
1: (laughs) My number two, we're going to go back and go cover The Invisible Man. Nice. This was so awesome. Loosely based on the H.G. Wells novel. uh, Cecilia Cass, she's She's trapped in the relationship with her abusive and gaslighting boyfriend, uh, Adrian, who I guess he works in the field of optics. That's where he made like his fortune because of like you look at his fucking house. Holy shit.
0: Yeah, he's got some dough.
1: So like you said, the whole kind of like sleeping with the enemy kind of thing.
0: She drugs him in his sleep to escape. I love how they just like like, they start it right then. Like there's no backstory. They just like start you in the middle of the chaos.
1: Right. He kills himself and she inherits five million dollars. And of course there comes with major stipulations like where she can't commit a crime among other things. And then after she moves in with her friend. I think for five
0: million dollars I could stop committing crimes for a little while anyway until at least you piss through the money.
1: I don't think it'd be that difficult. See as things start happening like she can't explain and people start to think she goes batshit crazy like you said is she crazy is she not crazy who the fuck knows uh definitely had you guessing few curveballs in there i really really enjoyed this movie
0: that restaurant scene oh my god Mm. that was so awesome
1: yeah very much agree
0: all right my number two based off the short story by hp lovecraft color out of space drink now this movie was so good obviously We've went over it already. Nicholas Cage, Dolly Richardson, Elliot Knight, and Tommy Chong, who was hilarious in this <laughs> as Ezra, the guy in the woods. So yeah, family moves out to a secluded farm, and one night a meteorite strikes down and changes everything. Uh, it, like, but beyond that, you can't really describe exactly what the fuck is going on because it's very difficult to know what the fuck was going on in this movie. Yeah. It was intense, and it was awesome, and it was fun, and it was beautiful. It was. But like the, the, the
1: colors were, were, were beautiful, like we said. Yeah, just, just beautifully shot. Yeah. good Good time. Good times. My number one. Here we go.
0: Number one.
1: There was no way I could not choose this movie as number one. VFW.
0: VFW? What does that stand for?
1: Veterans of Foreign Wars. Hmm. Pardon me if I stop sounding like Tobias Fumke. <laughs> Sorry, we just finished watching Arrested Development. I was like, where the fuck did that come from? Um, I don't know why. Like, I'll say something. To, like, I just out. blew
0: myself. <laughs>
1: I'll like start talking to like people at work and, and I will accentuate things like this. Like, what are you doing? Like, I don't know.
0: I don't know. I'm stuck inside my head. Sorry. (laughs) Uh,
1: So anyway, on his birthday, Fred Paris just wants to pick up his buddy in his old shitty truck and go to the post and hang with his friends. That's all he
0: wants to do. Simple man sounds like a great idea for a birthday.
1: <sighs> However, we have a drug dealer across the street who has taken over like this whole dilapidated movie theater with all his junky friends, which seem to be all on this drug called Hype. Now, it, somehow, part of that stash ends up in the VFW post brought over by a lizard.
0: Mm-hmm. Not a lizard. A girl named Lizard, because everyone in this movie has a strange name. Except for the guys in the VFW. They're old school. They have regular names. (laughs) Like Fred and Abe.
1: So, of course, they want their stash back. And this, I mean, this is old school, star-studded cast. I mean, at least of the VFW guys. You have Stephen Lang, Martin Cove from *The Karate Kid and Cobra Kai. Fred Williamson. Now, was that his son that played the the, the army guy?
0: I uh, I didn't recognize the uh, the young kid, the the kid that just got just got back. Yeah,
1: it was, it was. His name was Tony Williamson, so I didn't know if it was like the same. But anyway, you have we have uh, George Went and William Sadler, who was uh, the Grim Reaper in Bill and Ted.
0: Yes, the very uh <laughs> poor loser. <laughs> grim reaper
1: but that that the junkie army just chose the wrong day to run into a badass group of veterans and th- i thought this was a, a pretty cool comparison somebody said this was assault on three pre- precinct 13 combined with cocoon <laughs> this i spent a lot of time at the vfw post probably like for 15 years or probably like that, more like 10 years. I was there once a week.
0: Now with your, can we just, you were with your grandfather, who's a veteran. Yes. I was. I mean, I know you're an old man, but like, let's not make you seem like too much of an old man.
1: No, no. Um, my grandfather who is, well, both of my grandfathers were members. Um, I started putting real people to like, with these like characters Yes. So I'm like, oh, I'm like, that is totally so and so. That is totally so and so. And I have to say that Fred Paris is my new goddamn hero.
0: Yeah, that guy is badass.
1: Like it got to the point
0: like this, this actually turned kind of like got like it hit me in the feels. It was. It was a really fun, funny movie. Um, obviously they did it over the top. Of course. But it's such a great metaphor for getting older and having to deal with this shitty next generation. You know, it's like, yeah. hey, you guys all have your fucking tablets and you're all <laughs> on your Zoom. I just want to have a drink with the boys. Why do you have to bother us with your hype? Now, look at this.
1: Why is she going to get rid of the pussy hair?
0: Well, it's her pussy. She can do <laughs> with it what she wants. <laughs> <laughs> great, great, great movie. So, oh my
1: God. No, they, they just want to go to the titty bar. That's all they
0: wanted to do. They just want to close out the night, go see some titties. That's all. All right. So, a little bit of a, a weird segue that we were just talking about, VFW, as we bring it to my number one. Number one. VFW. I believe this is a first. Second. What that we. Done the same movie, the same number?
1: Yeah. We both did Adam's Family.
0: Uh, Well, I think this call This one's more important. This, yeah, you just got to kill your drink.
1: There wasn't that much left.
0: I have a 40. Hold on. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So, yeah. So, Joe Bagos directed this. Um, He'd just come off. Directing Bliss, which was equally as awesome as this movie. Uh, Dora Madison, who played gutter in this, was the main character in Bliss. But yeah, like you said, star-studded cast. I'm not gonna name Matt of their credits. I'll give one to each person. Stephen Lang, who was awesome in Don't Breathe, William Sadler, Demon Knight, Fred Williamson, he played professional football. He was Tommy Gibbs in Black Caesar and all the sequels. Martin Cove. You said Karate Kid. He was the sensei for Cobra Kai. David Patrick Kelly from the Warriors. Warriors, come out and play! George Went, who everyone here will know from Bliss. I'm just kidding. Norm. <laughs> Norm! Great movie. Yeah, so, new drug hit the streets. Users will stop at nothing to get their fix. And a stolen brick brings a gang of murderous thugs and mutant junkies to a local VFW post where the members make their stand. And just like all the great horror movies where you have the main cast trapped somewhere fighting off some kind of evil force trying to make its way in. And the dialogue's funny. Uh, I really like the relationships between the VFW members, even the, the bad guys, yeah, like we're pretty intriguing. I like I Dora Madison. I loved her role as Gutter. You yeah. ready to die, old man?
1: But even even like the the relationship between Fred and Lizard too, like how that kind of develops.
0: Right. So she stole the brick, goes to the VFW to hide, and yeah, it's kind of like a paternal role that he starts playing, and these guys are just a bunch of not grew ups, but like they just don't they're kind of listful. Yeah. Is that is that the fucking word I'm looking for? They they just don't know what their purpose is. I think I think they lost that. And when she comes and they have to save her and they're like, they must do the right thing. And dude, they like without a beat. They're like right back in that mentality. They're working together and they they fight the fucking bad guys.
1: All oh, all of a sudden, they're back in Nam. Yeah, and I don't know, so so much fun. <laughs> when Fred, before they like go off in like the assault, Fred Williamson he he just just grabs a friggin' handful and just right in his face. Oh yeah,
0: when he was ready to like <laughs> to to do that, yeah, and he just yeah. <sighs> <sighs> and he like hulks out. Like, that dude, that dude's scary, man. Like, I would not want to have to fight that guy. Yeah, no, awesome, awesome movie. That Listless is what I was going for. I was going for listless, not listful, <laughs> listless.
1: This was actually one of the f- first movies, like, in this binge of weekend,
0: like, this weekend binge. Like, I just
1: <laughs> tore apart all these movies. Um, The second I saw it, I went, that's
0: my number one. So, Oh, so you just saw it for the first time? Yeah. So we were supposed to watch this movie on Halloween. Dude, my
1: internet was really
0: fucked up that night. To tell you the truth, the way we had it set up, we would, like have to like think about a better way. But uh, yeah. so it was Jenna and I and my friend Ben and his wife. And we were Zooming while we both were streaming the movie. And dude, just having a great time. Just like shooting the shit, making fun of the movie. like. Having a good time. I think I enjoyed the movie better than anyone else. Like at first, Ben was like, right. "Dude, you haven't even seen this movie. What the fuck are you trying to get me to watch?" I'm like, "Dude, just watch the fucking movie." <laughs> you know. <laughs> and it was, dude, I I loved it. And then I watched it a couple weeks ago, you know, preparing for this because I wanted a recap, and I loved it even more.
1: Yeah. No. This I I've been slowing down on buying movies. This is one I need to own.
0: Yes, definitely. I see a VFW watch in our future.
1: Well that that's why like I said to you, I'm like, this this definitely this movie needs to be done long form.
0: When you said that, I knew exactly I knew you had picked VFW as well. We had to. It was so good. It, it was not even like the nostalgia thing or like, you know, being I, at I, the post. It was it was cause it was a really I was good so
1: movie. afraid that the movie was gonna suck.
0: Yeah 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 same
1: and it just did not disappoint like i said like stephen lang he nailed that
0: yeah the whole like not wanting to give up the shitty truck <laughs> like i loved truck. that man <laughs> good 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 fucking movie so a little bit of fan feedback Fan feedback.
1: yeah um i reached out on our social media on facebook instagram um, Anthony Leroy. Uh, when I asked what people's favorite movies of 2020 are, and he also replied with his house. He really enjoyed that movie. I think it might be Leroy, Anthony Leroy,
0: <laughs> like from Heavy Metal over a six-pack. Oh, I'm terrible. Yeah, you're the fucking worst. So it's,
1: i don't think I knew his last name.
0: <laughs> well, his last name is not Heavy Metal.
1: okay so it's somebody that we do know then (laughs) i was all excited because i don't know i'm like wow somebody that's not like four people that comment yeah i never knew his last
0: name so that's awesome so thanks anthony nice so uh cheers dean in rhode island said he's only halfway through and it's a show not a movie but sweet home on netflix is so far Excellent horror fan fair, so have to check that one out. Always looking for cool shows to watch because I I don't even, I don't even think I'm in the middle of a show right now.
1: Yeah, well, a couple of our shows just just pop back up. Cobra Kai just started. Um, Vikings just started yesterday, which I'm so excited about. I want to check out slashers on Netflix.
0: Yes, I heard that is really good
1: yeah that I just added that to my
0: queue, so I'll be starting that soon. nice do you have any uh runner ups that you wanted to mention
1: um oh, so the other anthologies that I watched was um like the the mortuary collection yeah, yeah, I wanted to say chronicles, but I know that like wasn't right um yeah, that was pretty good. uh what else did I watch uh, the pool? I don't know if like it did not see that it was on shutter it it's from Thailand, and this guy gets stuck in a pool with a crocodile.
0: Oh, that sounds like it sucks. It does sound like it sucks.
1: It apparently did. Hmm. So, yeah, those are a couple.
0: Uh, the Babysitter Killer Queen. Almost equally as fun as the first one. That was a, a really great time. I uh, was kind of torn to take that one off my list. One I saw the other night that, that I'd mentioned in our outtake special thing whatever the hell that fucking shit was (laughs) the sasca sisters their remake of rabid was really good i uh i really enjoyed it
1: it was funny because i listened to that like right after you posted rabid as the um the isolation pick
0: yeah the original though right yeah i mean that movie is fucking awesome but yeah, they they did a a cool little twist on it. be Halloween, not right. exactly horror, but a great Halloween movie. I have to say, it was so much fun, like so goofy, and and Adam Sandler, he's just a fun, fun, funny guy. I know a lot of yeah. people hate on him. I I, I don't get it. If you, I mean, you're not looking to see an Oscar worthy movie, is going no. to see a goofy ass fucking movie, and I thought it was hilarious it came out right around halloween perfect timing obviously i don't know i enjoyed that no i agree um
1: uh, there was another one i was gonna watch too that was really really looking forward to it and i did I, I just didn't get to it oh what the fuck was it that doesn't matter
0: okay uh tv show that you actually had been telling me about premiered on shutter and i blasted through season one and season two of holliston and i have to say that show is fucking awesome it is adam green and joe lynch play off each other so well and it definitely like you know from being in framingham it could be two fucking you know regular joes that we might have bumped into at some point
1: yeah yeah, I, I I agree. So fun. I hope eventually there's a season three.
0: At least something. Uh, any movies that didn't come out this year that you're still looking forward to seeing this year?
1: Uh, oh, I mean that were
0: like postponed. Yeah.
1: Postponed. I'm um, super obviously Halloween Kills.
0: Yes. The preview for that is so. Uh, no, what are you doing? Like she's like yelling at the fire trucks going to put out the fire. Let him burn. Yeah. Now that,
1: that looks awesome.
0: I'm trying to think of what
1: else was postponed.
0: Nia DaCosta's Candyman. Oh, that's right. Yes. I'm very excited to finally see Candyman. That's going to be really cool. What was it? So, yeah. So this is the first time a Candyman movie and a Michael Myers movie are coming out the same year, I think. I mean, there haven't been that many Candymans compared to halloween's obviously
1: yeah the ratio is a little uh lopsided
0: yeah but yeah i'm definitely looking forward to that that's gonna be a good ass fucking time i agree gonna be a good year it's gotta be
1: yeah i said that on facebook last year look what happened
0: you jinxed it for everyone i did it was jeremy's fault that's what happened
1: I was looking at my memories. and It was like, uh, I listed all the the good things that happened last year in 2019. And And it it
0: took five
1: seconds. (laughs) And I went, 2020 is going to be an awesome year.
0: Well, that didn't age well. No. No, 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 no. All right. I think that about wraps it up. As always, you can check us out on Podomatic, Spotify, iTunes, wherever else you like to hear podcasts. Look for us. And we'll be there. We are on Instagram,
1: fans of the dead one. We are on Facebook, fans
0: of the dead. Also on Twitter, at fans of the dead one. Leave us any kind of message, any kind of hate mail, love mail, suggestions, quips, jokes, whatever the fuck, at fans of the dead podcast at gmail.com. We're also on YouTube. Check out our channel, fans of the dead, where we. Do a lot of our recipe for disasters. We're also going to do a couple more fun things coming up. Um, Yeah. Yeah. 2021. We're going to make this year our bitch. Double bitch. As always, have fun. Be safe. Peace.